Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. I speak today to Gary Thompson, CEO of Brixton Metals. They are a CSXB gold silver explorer. They've been at this 10 years, uh, been caught out by the timing in the market, says the CEO. The main project is Thorn. They're looking for a strategic partner on that, having spent $20 million to date on what is quite a large area. Um, they also managed to acquire Hog Heaven from Pan American Silver in 2017, have been drilling um, this week. So again, we're looking to see what they're able to create with that, with some exploration uh, projects as well in the background. Main complaint is that people need to understand what the company is focused on, where it's going to spend its money, and how indeed, after 10 years at it, they're actually going to be able to return something to shareholders. Enjoy the podcast. Hey Gary, how you doing sir? I'm doing well. Good morning or good afternoon. Yeah, good morning to you. Good afternoon to us. Yes. So where are you? You'd, uh, you're back at the office. You're still holed up at home. I'm in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is my first uh, full week uh, in, in the office uh, since the COVID uh, oh, man. situation. Fantastic. Well, look, why don't we kick off with a one minute overview of your company for people new to the story and then I'll pick it up from there. Yeah, sure. Um, Brixton Metals is uh, actually our 10-year anniversary this year, so we're pretty excited about that, about for being a public company, survived that far. Um, so Brixton is a, a mainly a precious metal exploration and, and soon-to-be development company uh, focused in uh, Canada and, and the U.S. Uh, so we have four, four, four assets wholly owned, um, <clears throat> and uh, we're excited about them. I've generated exceptional results on, on those projects to date, and... Uh, just a quick pitch on us. I mean, we're we've got uh, very very good liquidity. If you look at the shares that have traded, uh, I think since uh, last summer when we hit our, our big hole at Thorn, uh, 133 million shares or something. We're about a half half a million shares a day on average this year, and traded almost 50 million shares this year to date. So good liquidity, uh, really strong uh, shareholders. 40 uh, percent of the company is held by uh, like the likes of Eric Sprott is our largest shareholder. Um, course management, uh, Rob McEwen, U.S. Global, uh, Pan American Silver, and Hecla as well. So collectively, that's about 40% of the company held in strong hands and art trading. So if you look at our share cap of 100 and 144 million shares, out, and we traded 133 already uh, since uh, since last summer. Uh, so getting some turnover, which I which I think is a good point for for investors, and, and we have good strong assets, and uh, we can we can delve into the details of them, but. Uh, one of one of our mottos is uh, high high grade only, so uh, we're 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 chasing these down and and advancing them along, and um, we're we're pretty excited uh, for twenty twenty. This is going to be a good year for us. Okay, cool. Um, I usually kind of kick off and get get into uh, trying to understand the company's business model, their business plan. But you you, you said something there which kind of interests me. So you, you've been at this ten years. Market cap's thirty million. What was happening up on t- for the last ten years? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, right? When we started the company, uh, uh, we didn't anticipate, uh, you know, we would have transacted and, and sold the company by now. But look at when we started the company in December 2010, the peak of the gold market was 2011. So it's been one of these uh, roller coaster ride downhill. Uh, and, you know, having, um, uh, I guess, a seasoned geologist, I've lived through two major downturns in the mining cycle. And I can tell you that the uh, 2015 was was the bottom, and it was it was pretty nasty. There was a couple of years where you know nobody wanted to hear a mining story, 
uh, not a peep. So uh, we just we just uh, sharpened our skills and uh, dug in and and you know uh, looked for assets and um, you know we've been uh, I think we've been effective at acquiring acquiring uh, good assets at a reasonably low cost and that's sort of been one of our one of our keystone uh, strategies. Um, so we've been busy uh, looking for those assets, but of course uh, you can only do so much with the with the market uh, conditions that you're in. And um, I think it's pretty clear that uh, the corner has turned, and and we're moving into a, a new phase for for the metals market. So let's hope so. Let's hope so. So you are all about silver and gold and high grade only. Um, so why don't you talk us through that? Because you've had a lot of time to think about it, I guess, in terms of what you want to be, what you want to be known for. And you've, you've name dropped quite a few big names in there, but um, I, I want to get into you know, how active they are and you know, why they're there, how they got there. So can we talk about your business plan? So what, what, what did you guys come up with? So here's, here's our strategy. It's, it's the classic uh, th- three legs of a stool. So what are we good at? Well, we're good at finding, uh, we believe, strong, unappreciated assets. So, you know, acquiring good, strong assets in a safe jurisdiction, um, conducting exploration that can generate high impact results. So very focused and, and diligent. And, you know, the, the time thing is actually, I know people don't want it. Everybody in this rush, rush world want results today, now, and why can't I get rich and, and retire, on, you know, uh, tomorrow? Um, it, in fact, Actually, time is a good thing for exploration in a sense that you need time to process the data and go through it, figure it out. Um, you don't. The last thing you want to be doing is rushing in with a big drill campaign and drilling all your money, blowing all your money in the wrong spot. Just the, the main strategy focus for for us is to break it down into those three stools. So you know, continue to do exploration, uh, look for those good assets, do the exploration, uh, high impact results. That's we're good at that. Keep doing that. Uh, it's been effective for us. Um, looking for a JV partners. Now we have a, a portfolio of projects. So the second part of the stool would be to find uh, a major partner. And in, in one of our projects in BC called Thorn, which is a good example, we've been on that project. That was been our flagship project since the company started 10 years ago. Um, and uh, But it's a massive property and it continues to show promise. But it's a big company project. We've got 2,300 square kilometers as an example. So we think that's a one, uh, the second stool that's going to add value for, for shareholders. And then the third one is to um, uh, basically secure some sort of M&A transaction. Uh, you're seeing a lot of uh, M&A in, in the market over the last uh, last year or so, or two. And we think that's going to continue to increase. And, and we've been busy uh, looking at those opportunities. Uh, why? Because if you look at how much work it takes to build a one, two, three million ounce deposit, um, if you could transact on that, uh, you know, in a few months, uh, three, four, six months, um, you've jump-started yourself to a bigger, better company. Um, however, it sounds easy to do. Um, we've gone down down the road with a lot of them and just haven't uh, haven't got deals done. But so we're we're active in that uh, arena, looking for opportunities, looking for like-minded companies like Brixton. You know, what? Why would you do it? Well, you take a 30 million company and a 30 million company, you put them together. Hopefully, you're a hundred million dollar company, and you, you move on and 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 prosper. And and that's a benefit to all shareholders. And and just consolidation generally, I think, is. Uh, it's a bit of the name of the game in, in this business. Okay. So that's our three stools. Got it. It's a lot of, a lot of moving parts. Um, Exploration, JVs, and m and Okay. So, so Thorne's been with you from the beginning. Um, where, yeah. Hog Heaven came from where? Or when did that join the uh, So we acquired Hog Heaven in 2017 from Pan American Silver. So that's where we, uh, it was a share, um, share deal that um, 
put Pan American on, on the share registry. 100%. And Athlon, what about Goldfields? What, what about them? So Athlon Goldfields is the project that we acquired. Um, we started staking claims in there in 2016. You know, it's about a 40 kilometer by 40 kilometer area. And you have gold coming out of all these drainages. They've been placer mining gold in the Atlan gold field since the Yukon gold rush in the late 1800s. 120 years of placer mining. It's the second largest gold placer camp in BC. And the largest gold nugget ever came out of Canada. A 85 ounce nugget came out of, out of Atlan. And interestingly, uh, for all those years, there hasn't really been any uh, sustained uh, systematic exploration effort to try and find the source of all that gold. So that was our thinking as well. Why not? And if there's all this gold coming out of here, where is it coming from? You know, we've kind of backing up a little bit. And, and what we found is that um, even though this has been an active plaster camp, there hasn't really been a lot of soil geochem or, or probably been a lot of prospecting looking for veins and stuff, I'm sure, but not a lot of systematic um, sustained exploration, we'll say. You know, Homestake, everybody knows the old Homestake company, which was quite active uh, um, before they required quite a successful uh, mine development company. They were acquired by Placer Dome um, and Barrick subsequently. And um, uh, they did good work in, in the camp in the 80s. And that's kind of where we're, you know, using that data and, and expanding on on that data. And, and they were successful in, uh, uh, I think okay. they got to about 100 and 150,000 ounces at about 10 grams on a non-compliant number. Okay, so let's let's move on. I want to kind of go, I want to go through these because I want to try and understand. So quick and dirty on the on the project. Well, it's just in terms of I want to understand the like the order of play for you, you know, because you you know you've got a certain yeah, amount okay. of cash and you've got therefore you've got to deploy that properly. So, I mean, Hog Heaven, you picked yeah. it up from. Um, well, I think you could, you own one hundred percent of it. So is, is that right? Yeah, we were part of from Pan American, so yeah. we're one hundred percent. Right. million share deal. Right. Okay. Bought it. Bought with shares. Okay. And then Thorn, you've been sitting on for a while that's that's gold obviously i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't classify it as sitting on that sounds like we're not doing anything with it we what have you only done one year since there's only one year and 10 years where we where we have not worked on the property um so let's just maybe do just do a quick snapshot of each project to give it in context of of where how we see it sure so thorn is a massive property that's a district scale play um, and if you look at where we've done all the work, it's actually a really small area. It's like, here's where we've done all the work and here's the size of the property kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's um, you know, it is a company maker project, a 2,300 square kilometer uh, property, but it also uh, is a, a remote access expensive place to, to operate. So um, while we've had it for 10 years, we have, you know, our budgets have been reasonably small. Um, however, having said that, we've had we've been having tremendous success uh, with the work that we're doing there, and we didn't want to blow up the company uh, trying to develop, uh, you know, deep drilling, expensive porphyry. Uh, our strategy is to continue to uh, work on that project and and tighten up the targets and find new new things, um, you know, advance the project. But ideally, as my comment earlier, looking for a JV partner, that's a classic one. Uh, we think we can bring a major partner in on as we advance it. So, so keep working it, but not, um, not blow up the company trying to prove up a, a big porphyry, uh, given, given our market, uh, market cap and, and situation. Um, Thorn has probably been our flagship, which it has been, and, and certainly we've got the most money spent. Hog Heaven right now is probably top of the list for us from, um, the most advanced stage project in, in the company. It's, it's, uh, has the most drilling done 722 holes, uh, almost 60,000 meters of drilling. And it was a permitted mine 
um, uh, to build uh, in, in a, it's actually a feasibility stage project in 88, 89. And they were gonna build this mine. Um, and of course, when 1990 hit, uh, the gold silver prices uh, tanked, as we all know. Um, and so the economics were, were cleaned out on, on that and it basically sat idle. Pan American acquired it subsequently after that and, and uh, uh, you know, did remediation and reclamation work um, and uh, a little bit of underground uh, mapping and stuff like that. So, uh, so it was pretty inactive uh, since, um, since that time. Well, basically since 1990 really, it was, it was relatively inactive. So we look at Langus, this is our fourth project. Um, it's a great little high grade historic camp, off the charts silver, native silver stuff, uh, relatively low cost, high grade uh, silver producer in Canada, um, relatively low cost transaction. And um, so, but we need to continue to work it to get to, um, what we think we can do there is build up a small high grade resource. You know, we're talking, you know, thousand gram, uh, between 500 and 1200 gram kind of resource target. That's what we're looking at. But it's a you know relatively uh, low in priorities for us. So I would put Atlin and Langus lower down from uh, activity and priority for us. This summer it's going to be all about Hog Heaven and a little bit about Thorn. Atlin probably not much. Uh, we're doing some work there, but it's uh, low level prospecting and soils. Uh, trying to tighten up drill targets, and um, we'll see what the rest of the season brings us. Um, okay. Can I so can I just can I just ask? Um, it seems to be like a lot of moving parts. You, you've 10 years in the making, you've got that's yeah. four assets we're talking about. The searching for a strategic partner for Thorn is high on your list. It's one of your three pillars, one of your three yeah. legs of your stool. Um, three legs, yeah. Yeah. How, I mean, how much work has happened on that? How many conversations have happened? You know, what's the timing on that? Well, that's, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think we've had lots of interest. We've had uh, lots of show and tell, uh, lots of data review. And um, you know, I think it's just going to take uh, it's going to take some more time. Uh, everybody's looking. All all the majors put it this way. All the majors are looking. But how many how many major deals have you seen, you know, being acquired? So it's still even though there is some M and A activity, it's still it's still kind of a wait and see uh, strategy. I think for for a lot of the majors. So, but, but uh, what do you know about money. it today? I mean, how much money have you spent on it today? What do you know about it, and why would that be attractive to a major if that's who you're going after? Yeah, so what we found out about it is that so far, and, and it's still evolving, is, you know, we, we truly have a district play here. We're talking, we're talking a trend of 50, 60 kilometer trend um, in a volcanic arc that looks like to be porphyry, have porphyry affinity in, in the likes of uh, large scale deposits, like major deposit scale. Um, but what's interesting is that uh, in the northern part, we have um, Cretaceous age intrusions much like the pebble deposit. And we have some signatures that uh, show us that it has similarities to the Bingham Canyon massive porphyry deposit. And then to the south end, we have more Jurassic age, which is more like Red Chris and um, GT Gold and, and, and Galore Creek style of, of rocks over like about a 50 kilometer long trend. And we're seeing um, uh, you know, pretty impressive uh, showings all along that trend. Uh, for for copper and, and gold and and porphyry and epithermal but also sediment hosted and volcanic hosted gold deposits so if you want to look at a textbook classic geological like basically geology school you could come to thorn and, and look at all the different deposit but, types but i guess styles. what i'm trying to get at I'm, I'm trying to understand is you know for a company like yourself you, you've got you, you've been 
careful to explain your strategy. You spent 20 million bucks on, on one of your assets over a 10 year period, or, well, or every year but one. Um, yeah. But what was it that you were trying to build up? What was the what was the picture that you're trying to build up, which allows you to go and have a conversation with, say, someone, this is a phenomenal asset. We don't have the capital, but we'd love to partner with you. What do they What do they want from you, and have you got the ability to do, to show them that? Okay. So what are, What are they looking for? They're looking for um, large scale, long life, high grade mines. Right. The reason we one of the reasons we picked up Thorn was. We looked at the original reports and there was these high grade silver and gold showings veins. And that was the reason that we got excited about it. But as we evolved on, on the project and learned and, and built our understanding on it, what we're recognizing is that we're actually dealing with a not one but multiple porphyry centers along a major trend. So what's the objective here is really, you know, get to uh, uh, advance this thing along where, where we think uh, it's going to be uh, interesting enough for a major, and, and you know that it's going to take some drilling. We're not saying we're not drilling there. I mean, I think you have to be drilling. Um, so we're advancing it that way. We, one of the zones that I'm interested in, which is not a porphyry, it's it's called the outlaw zone, that that actually Chevron worked back in the '80s, but it's a sediment-hosted gold gold silver uh, deposit um, that has a four four point three kilometer long uh, soil golden soil geochem anomaly. Uh, and we, we, we want to do some work on the west end of that this year because in 2018 um, we put together some impressive gold numbers at surface, 9, 12, 39 gram gold samples on this west end um, that wasn't uh, identified before. So that's one area that we want to go to and do some more work on that. Can we get that thing ready to drill this summer? Um, so that's one that I'm, I'm excited about drilling at Thorn this year. Um, uh, the other big target is the uh, Camp Creek target, where most of the historical work has been done to date. There's a lot of companies that were into Thorn, like a dozen companies prior to Brixton. Um, but that's a that looks like a deep uh, uh, deep blind porphyry system, but it looks big too, like a big system. We're talking multiple kilometer long system. And in 2000, and, uh, well actually last year, 2019, um, we we came out with a whole 150 that uh, drilled into the Oban Breccia zone that drilled 554 meters of about two grams gold equivalent. So pretty impressive gold, silver, copper, uh, with a little bit of lead zinc hole in a Breccia zone that when we looked at this thing, um, why did we drill it? Why, what are we there? Well, we think this, this Oban, uh, not Oban, but that owned by Breccia related to the Camp Creek target, which is again, multi-kilometer long deep porphyry target. That looks like, um, far southeast in the Philippines, which is operated by uh, gold fields. And that's, I think, um, I haven't seen the updated, if they put an up updated resource on it, but I want to say it's like 43 million ounces gold equivalent. So why do, why do we care about this? We care about it because it looks like that, and that's pretty impressive uh, uh, deposit. And uh, it's blind, which means it's deep. And their deposit, from my understanding, doesn't start till uh, I think 600 meters or something. Okay. Well, Natural I, ore grade porphyry doesn't start till 600 meters. Okay. So I when you're talking like a beast of that scale, you got to be interested in it. It it sounds big, um, and 20 million bucks is also big. But there weren't a lot of numbers being thrown out there, so I'm not actually sure. What, what's the bit they latch onto and go, okay, we understand this better because it, it just sounds quite 
superficial in, in, in a way because there's such a big area to go after and you, you're seeing trends and you you know it, it sounds like a big project but are you at the point where that you've got enough to be interesting to someone is well, that, is that why no one's got over the line is that is that the problem i would say we certainly we're intriguing we're we're getting a lot of intrigue and and um uh, a lot of interest. They're just are they across the line? They're not quite across the line. So put yourself in their shoes, right? You you you're a major mining company. You want to build mines, and you know Thorn is Thorn is a long ways away from a mine. Let's face it. Um, let's not sugarcoat it. This thing is big and it's a it's an interesting system, but it's out there. It's you know it's not. Uh, we do have road access to the southern part of our claim block now because we've acquired ground. Uh, pushed our land package down uh, towards the old Goldenberry mine, which was an operating mine up until 2000. Um, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you said it like that. You know, let's not sugarcoat it. it it's quite big, and therefore it's going to take a certain type of company, isn't it? Yes. It's, we'll put it this way. It's, it's, a, it's a, a district that's not in your backyard. Right. And, however, we do have a path to Tidewater. It's actually quite uniquely positioned, even though it can... You know, uh, people like to beat us up for the lack of infrastructure, which is fair enough. And uh, it's expensive to operate there, which is fair enough, but not as expensive as, you know, parts of northern Canada. I think our drilling costs uh, are in that range of, you know, upper 400s, 500 bucks a meter all in drill costs, which is all heli support. That's, you know, uh, air support is a big big part of our budgets. But I've seen stuff in northern other parts of northern Canada. They're five, six, seven hundred thousand bucks a meter. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's, it's expensive, but, um, you know, that's why these things aren't, aren't found. And, and, you know, we recognize that, uh, the world needs uh, new metal deposits and you're not going to find them sitting in the office. Um, you got to get out there and, and, and bang the rocks and, and, and do the work. So, right. So okay. I now, think it's, uh, how we're, much more we're money? excited about it. We're, we're have high confidence in the project. It's just going to take time and, and money to advance. Right. It. Okay. How much more money are you going to spend on it? So here's my thing on Thorn, and that's why I don't want, I don't feel Brixton uh, is in a position today, just given our market cap, I, I know we're not. What the Thorn project needs is 10 million bucks a year for the next decade, and that's probably not enough, right? That's the kind of budget you need to really get at this thing and do the damage uh, uh, that it needs to to advance along the curve. So, okay. so that's, that's uh, a major partner can come in and, and take the heavy lifting. Beautiful. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do with Hog Heaven? Is well, Hog Heaven, we think, is a mine, mine to be uh, built there. Um, we're actually, uh, the more we dig into it, and, and we've really been digging in this last year. So uh, we're drilling there. Uh, in fact, I don't know if we're actually turning today, either today or tomorrow. By the weekend, we'll, we'll be uh, turning, and we hope to have the first hole done uh, by next week. Um, so we're excited about it. This, this project has not seen a drill hole since 92. And most of the uh, drilling was done in the uh, 80s and, and, and even in the 70s. Okay. Um, how do you, they, they how do you accelerate that project? Because, like I said, your, your legacy is, it, you know, what, cycles or not cycles, you know, been at this a long yeah. time within this vehicle. So how do you show the market that you can accelerate a project forward at, you know, at some reasonable pace? Um, so going back to our, uh, our motto, high grade only. So we're focused on the high grade in the in the system, and it's a very unique uh, environment uh, that, that we have here. Uh, I would say just the high level, you know, just to tick off the boxes, uh, you know, we're, we have private lands, at least lands that we're, we're dealing with. It's a relatively low holding cost for us. 
So if things get bad, we don't have to do anything. In fact, all these things are wholly owned. So we're not in a, you know, a gun to our head to have to do work per se. Um, but how are we going to advance it? Well, the good thing is we, we have permits. We actually actually have an operator's permit mine, not that we're going to build their mine plan that they have, but we do have an operator's permit and we're permitted to drill. Um, and we're, we're dealing with private land. So there's no BLM or forest service, uh, issues, uh, to deal with per se. So from that perspective, we, we see a relatively easy path forward on, on, um, advancing. Obviously we have to do work on the social license part, which we're going to be working on and, and, uh, building that network we're, right now we're using all uh, uh, local uh, contractors uh, we got a, a group out of uh, Bozeman that's uh, uh, managing the project for us and the drillers are just across the uh, state line in, in Idaho um, and what, so, what happens this year when you, you've got first first drill hole today tomorrow what what's yeah. your plan by end of this year what will you have achieved yeah, so the objective for this first round of drilling, because of the vintage of the uh, drilling, and a lot of the drilling was done uh, RC, which is the cuttings, you don't get the core. So uh, a number of these holes were, were coring, uh, all, all these holes were coring. And we're not drilling a lot of holes, like three to five holes, uh, plus some geochem and, and some other uh, mapping work that we want to do. Um, but really the objective is to um, highlight the opportunity here um that we believe is is uh, mispriced for brixton uh, we're not getting we don't believe we're getting any value for this asset and if you look at the historic uh resource and we're not counting on this on this resource but it's a pretty meaningful uh silver resource and you know they took the the global uh, resource there and but we're not we're looking at the high grade um what's interesting about it is if you look at the nice high grade intervals we're talking i don't know i could pick any numbers a whole range of, of intervals but uh you know 12 meters 12 meters of a kilo of silver, six grams of gold and six and a half percent copper. So it appears like there could be some stratiform nature of the mineralization that is silver, gold, copper rich. Um, so it is polymetallic. Um, it, it appears that way. And our focus is to really, I think, just showcase this asset that there's, you know, there's something real here and, and it has some nice high margin opportunity. Um, but, but again, uh, to what to what end? Are, are, are you guys equipped to take advantage of a polymetallic um, situation like that, or are you going to again look for a strategic partner? How's it going to work? Yeah, again, you know, using that uh, third pillar of our strategy is, you know, we're open for partners on on any one of our projects. If we could monetize these things, uh, we would. We we believe Thorn is a natural fit for a major partner, of course. Um, but Hog Heaven is something. I mean, we're we haven't built a mine yet, Brixton. But if you look at our team, uh, Randall and Rita are involved in, in mining do deals and, and building mine projects. So we're starting to, like I say, we're moving from this exploration uh, development strategy company into more of a developer. And yeah, maybe we bring in a partner there to uh, do the heavy lifting on actually building the mine. But, you know, could Brickson participate in, in that upside and get cash flow from a, an operating mine? Why, why not? Okay. So what we want to do is move it along. So this thing, again, was a feasibility stage project. We'd like to get this this project back to at least PEA. I don't know in the next next few years, per, perhaps if we can uh, get enough drilling on it. So what we're hoping with this round of drilling, it's going to showcase to the to the world that this is a, a really good silver, gold, copper asset, really high grades, and there's some bulk tonnage potential. Can we can we make good economics on this thing and get it back to that PEA feasibility reasonably short period of time, and then then I think you can attract. You know the dollars to, to to look at actually building something there. Right. So let's let's come to the the, the third store, which I think was the M and A component you talked about doing transactions, or finding someone else to have a similar size and you know 
the sum of the parts, etc. Yeah. Do you think you've got the credibility in market given that you know you're, you haven't got any of these projects over over the line? You haven't kind of advanced them significantly yet. So are you going to get again the types of conversations um, with another interested party? Um, because you know, so far, ever, ever, you know, things have taken longer than they should. You've kind of missed cycles. You've got big projects. You've got small projects. Um, you you're looking for strategic partners. There's a lot. There's a kind of. I'm trying to work out what I should be focused on. I guess what I'm saying to you, and therefore I can also imagine why someone coming in, maybe as some sort of merger, JV, or even an acquisition. Yeah. It's it's hard to work out whether what I should be looking at. So look at it. Why is everybody in this business? Because they all want to make money. So we don't believe in sticking to that one strategy. Oh, we're going to drill and drill and drill and drill our way to success. Um, let's, I, think it's, I think it's a good strategy, but it's a bit of a flawed strategy. That's why we're adopting a multiple uh, three-pillar strategy to unlock value for shareholders. So we're looking at all these options. Everything's on the table, right? Let's just be open-minded about it. And, and how do we unlock value for shareholders? And we believe those those three pillars uh, of exploration and continue to look at making discoveries. You know, a good example is uh, uh, my friend Chris Taylor at Great Bear. You know, several years ago, we all knew where they were, uh, penny stock like uh, like a lot of us. Um, but they've had tremendous success at the drill bit and making a, uh, I think it looks like a world class discovery in the making. It's it's uh, I've been impressed with uh, what they're doing there. So that's why we're in the business, uh, why we want to continue to explore and, and advance these things um, uh, because of that. Uh, that's the exciting part about the business. But, you know, uh, we all know that those, uh, those kinds of discoveries are, are rare and, and unique. And so looking at other ways to unlock value, uh, like I say, if you could acquire, here's a good example. So we acquired uh, Hog Heaven for basically at the time of the deal was, was, was a million bucks in stock. Or, you know, look at the asset for what it is. It's on the books from the feasibility. It had 47 million ounces of silver and about a quarter million ounces of gold based on the feasibility study in the late 80s. So if you could acquire those kind of assets like that that have good high grades in them in an attractive, stable jurisdiction for a million bucks in stock, I'd do that deal all day long. Like, show me another one of that. I, I, I'm a buyer. But you got to right? monetize so it. Kind of you still got to monetize buy it. it. You got to monetize it. You got to do the work and you got to monetize it. Right. Okay. Absolutely. So how much cash have you got today? So we're just under 5 million cash today. Okay. And where is that money going to be spent? If you get a portion that 5 million, how does it get spent? Yeah. So, so of that, the way we raised the money, uh, 2 million of, of that was flow through dollars, which is for Canadians, that's a flow through tax eligible tax uh, uh, credit for the investor. And uh, that money, two million of that is going to to BC, and most of it uh, right now at uh, Peg for Thorn. So a little bit in Atlin. Um, I think our budget for Atlin is like 150 grand. So bulk of it's going to be uh, focused around around Thorn. Um, so it's a good amount of uh, work. We should get some drilling out of that, in in addition to the geophysics and all the big geochem that we're doing. Uh, right now we've got about a uh, uh, 500 US, about 700 Canadian uh, dollars for Hog Heaven for this initial. Uh, a handful of, of holes that are we're going to drill, and uh, we think that uh, we think that should um, generate some excitement just based on on what we're drilling there. I'd be real surprised if if we don't see some joy on on that, um, and then that will hopefully allow us to uh, you know get some uh, nicer share appreciation. Obviously, we'd like to see that, 
um, and which we haven't seen on the project yet. It's like I say, we don't don't believe we're seeing any, any value for that. And um, and then uh, obviously be looking to raise additional funds uh, uh, later on this season. Okay. Um, so obviously you've been at, been at this a while. It's, it's mining's always tough. What are the kind of sacrifices you've had to make before you did this fundraise? You know, were you able to pay yourself? Well, it's you know it's a tough business. Well, five million bucks in the till, yeah, I should be getting uh, should be getting paid. But um, I can tell you that you know I put a lot of money into, into Brixton. It's my uh, personal uh, big chunk of my personal wealth, and I continue to buy this stock. Anybody can look, go look at CanadianInsiders.ca and see uh, how much Gary Thompson's been buying. Um, so I'm a net buyer, and uh, you know I, I believe that we will. Uh, um, ultimately be successful uh, one way or, or another on these things. I, I'm committed to uh, making that a success because I'm invested and aligned with shareholders. How many shares do you have? Uh, I think I'm in the, about 5 million shares right now. Okay, that's a chunk of change. And obviously a lot of options and uh, I think I have a little bit of warrants, but uh, you know, a good a good whack of options that uh, I, I hope to hope to be exercising uh, when we get uh, Get some price uh, price movement, but you know, if you look, I haven't sold a share since day one, so I'm long, net long buyer, and and we're gonna make this uh, make make this successful, and you know, I want to make all our shareholders money. That's so. That's, so, what's uh, what's your message to shareholders? You've obviously Thorn is you know this that that could run and run. You, you know, there's no timing on that. I know what you're trying to do, but there's no timing on that one. Hog heaven, you're you're spending some money in the ground. Um, you're gonna advance that thing this year, but. When do shareholders start looking for you know meaningful type announcements from you, which actually convert into some kind of value for them? Well, I would I would expect to see our initial results mid June from drilling. So mid June till I don't know uh, early July perhaps, depending on how long it actually takes to get those holes done. So that's going to be probably a good month of drill results once they start flowing. Maybe maybe six weeks of six weeks of news coming out there. Um, our initial results for so we're kind of because that's kind of up and running now and we've got a bit more work to do it's it's um uh you know up, uh, going along quite nicely we we are potentially looking at doing some metallurgical work as well uh we're we're uh, working with uh, some advisors on that to see what we might be able to do or could do depending on what we get there um so that's ongoing so that'll be a good amount of news um the the program at thorn is going to start sometime in june um and that's going to be more geophysics and geochem um, so maybe not necessarily market moving uh, results from that. I would anticipate the drilling to start a little bit later on in the summer, perhaps uh, July, even August. We wanted to get the geochem and geophysics behind us before we, and some more mapping before we uh, made a decision where we want to drill. So the, the objective really is to get, when we're drilling there, we want to be committed to those drill targets and that they have high impact uh, to the project, right? We're just, we're not wildcatting holes left, right and center. We're Want to get more data more you can't have enough data to go into the, the pre-drilling targets so uh, get as much data as we can to feel confident for those next drill holes so we will we do plan to be drilling in in thorn but that's going to be later on in the, in the summer exercise uh for results on on that so the idea would be that we get some joy out of hog heaven um, we can attract um some interest in that and allow us to uh, have a second phase of, of drilling basically drill out the season there um what's interesting about hog heaven compared to like northern bc is you know BC we're talking June till October. Um, last year we got chased out early in October, so you know you got four or five six months if you push it uh, to do work there. Okay. Hog Heaven we got probably got about eight eight months uh, of season there, maybe a little bit more even. 
Okay, that's, that's good. So a bit of a longer window, we could do drilling later and start earlier. Right. Um, Can so I ask you, would be do you think retail investors know what your business plan is? Uh, do I think they know what our business plan is? No, your uh, well, business plan. Our, do, they, do, do, our, do retail investors know what your business plan is? Well, I don't know. I'd have to ask them. So look at the presentation, read the presentation, and if you don't understand it, then uh, perhaps you could reach out and, and call them, give me a call. Send me an email. Uh, don't understand your plan. What are you doing with all these projects? And uh, again, we're looking to, to unlock value in these things and uh, make shareholders money. Um, ultimately, that's, that's the end game for pretty much most people in this business. And uh, we, we think we have four strong assets that have generated exceptional drill results to date. Each one of these things have, have generated. I, I wanna show you something uh, from, uh, from Arlangus, if I can, I don't know if this will work on the screen. Yeah. This is from Arlangus, can you see that okay? Dendritic silver. Yeah, um, and I'll show you one more because uh, I've never seen native silver like this. This is the real McCoy um, silver, native silver in the rock, little veins, high grade silver. Um, so when you see that, it's pretty exciting. And, and the question is, okay, can you get more of that? And you know, you don't need a lot of material like that to make 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 economics. So um, let's face it; it's been a long time for Brixton, ten years. But we had to suffer through, uh, let's face it, a crappy market for most of it. Um, right, so we've only had a few really good rallies in this since that time. We got listed at the peak of the market, basically, and it's it's been a it's been a, a tough slog. Um, so I okay. think companies like Brixton are are coming into uh, coming into a good market, and I think this is a good opportunity, um, you know, to, uh, to to make a move. And if you look at our our share price and what we've done, uh, we had a good rally last summer on the back of some good results. We traded a lot of stocks, so. You know, I'd say Brixton, you could get in. And if you want to, you know, take a punt, uh, it's probably not a bad time to be looking at Brixton because we have yet to put out some uh, some results this season. So we do have a bit of seasonality in our in our stock. But if you look at what happened last year, we came out with a great result. And in, in the summer, we had good rally. We traded a lot of stock. But in September, the whole gold sector kind of rolled over and the whole sector lost momentum. And we got taken down with that that. Um, rollover as well so it almost didn't matter what we drilled and here's the other thing when you drill a really good hole like hole 150 and then your second hole is not better let's face it who doesn't get a little disappointed when uh, the next hole is not better right so um, so anyways we're working through that and and uh, we think we have a lot to offer shareholders we think you know Brixton is, is um, a solid company and uh, we've got good backers and we've got uh, strong projects that uh, we believe uh, mining companies will, will, will want to own one day. Beautiful. Gary, I thank you very much for telling us your story. It's a new story. Uh, enjoyed hearing it. Love to get into detail next time um, with you. Good luck with the drilling. Um, if there's anything exciting comes out of the ground, let us know, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd keep an eye on Brixton Metals. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.